Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, what's up? It's time for another episode of the Search Cast. We're down for season three, episode 33. It is the all threes episode. Um, but unfortunately, there's only two of us. Um, you've got me hosting today. So hi, it's Kat. And joining me is... Hey, Zach. How's, how's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, as you've seen, uh, our third co-host, Bailey, has posted a little hiatus. Um, so we're just supporting her in this time where she is just taking some time to uh, get some uh, professional, personal things, all that type of stuff done. We love talking hockey, but of course, our regular lives come first. Uh, so we miss you, Bales, but also I'm sure you're killing it out there in Colorado. Um, how you been, Zach? Uh, doing good. Been finally over getting sick. I was I have had a cold the last couple weeks, and luckily finally got over that. So it's just it's been a time trying to you know watch the games. Didn't live tweet like I usually do, just because I'm like, man, I just wasn't because you know when you're sick, you're kind of like, I don't want to do anything. So that's kind of like where I was at. But other than that, doing good. Can't complain. How are you doing, Cat? Pretty good. Um, I still like. I feel like we're still recovering here because that week that Bailey was here was just, it was a whole lot. So we had Bailey, which I love for having her come and um, enjoy North Carolina again. She needs to get back out here um, yeah. for good. Um, but <laughs> yes, de- yeah, uh, de- definitely loved having her here, but we had a bunch of games that week. So we went to see uh, UNC versus NC state when they played again at PNC Mm-hmm. Um, so that was Monday night. And then we oh, had yeah, that, game. that, uh, that back to back. Cause they had that. Yeah. Stoppage. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had Tuesday, a Tuesday game, a Thursday game and a Saturday game. And it was a whole bunch of hockey that week. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that we all got to see the abs game together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bailey had a fun little moment with, uh, I'm sure she'll, she'll tell us Well, we had our, she did tell us a little bit about in the past episode, right. When we are all together, her time with Walt. Yes, because yeah, because I think we, that was during the live show that we did. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Right, See right. that that week was so crazy. I forgot that we had the yeah, live show. It, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah, because because like you said, you got UNC, NC State for the Governor's Cup for like two games, mm-hmm. and then you had the Canucks on Tuesday, the first game back from the week and a half hiatus with the All Star break, and then their mandatory week off, and then you got Avalanche. Whalers night on Saturday. Yeah, that was a, that's an insane week. Just how that worked out, and of course I so. Like got back that Saturday, I was at work. By the end of the at end of work, I started feeling sick, and then I started getting sick as the night went. And then Sunday, I was just out of it. So yeah, that was a fun week going from seeing you guys against Colorado, and then getting sick that Saturday for Whalers night. It's like yeah, cool. I'm I'm not gonna what lie <laughs> as a 
as a full season ticket member right now, I'm actually really appreciating our little uh, away game weeks because then, like, then those are the weeks where I'm like, I can get my life together because right. when they have their home game stretches, I'm like, this is my life. I might as well spend the night at PNC. I'm here every yeah. other day. Well, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's crazy because you look at it because I looked at the schedule for because you got what Buffalo tonight and then we have. I think Minnesota or not Minnesota. I know it's someone else. And then we oh, then we got Columbus Thursday on Leap Day. And then you got Winnipeg at home on Saturday. And then here's the crazy part, though. You got four days off, and then you get Montreal that next Thursday. So it's like you get three road games and then a home game to end to end the, the start the start March. And then you get like four days off. And then right after that. Back to back, every or not back to back. You have a game every other night with a back to back thrown in the middle. Like it's insane. Mm-hmm. Like looking at the March schedule, I'm like, this is going to be crazy. Like just every other night, we're going to have a game, and a lot of those are home games too. So I hope you enjoy yeah. going to PNC for like <laughs> four nights a yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of used to it. I mean, playoffs is kind of like last playoffs when I was driving back and forth and crazy all that craziness that I'm kind of used to it. Um boyfriend still kind of he's like, wow, I didn't realize that I would kind of have to be a hockey fan when I dated you because he is coming to all of them and he is like, wow, you are you are pushing me to do more things a week than I intended. And I was like, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know <laughs> you kind of kind of should have known coming into it. It's like, come on man. Yeah. This is like his uh his we do he, <laughs> He does enjoy he so he's been he's been chirping of course so uh his favorite chirps he he's always chirping the refs now um oh, as so he should he... um his favorite team to chirp is the devils because uh, they hurt Bedard uh well they um yeah really Brendan Smith hurt him but so he loves he was very upset uh, but we'll talk about Bedard because we'll talk about that mm-hmm. game too but anyway so I think last time we recorded was uh right before the abs game it was our yeah, uh, it was the live, live show. Yeah. All in person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that game, uh, Bailey was a nervous wreck going into it, but honestly, that game was wild. Um, starting out with yeah. a with a nature's Hattie, a natural Hattie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was bonkers. Yeah, because I, yeah, because I was uh, up in the three twenty nine, kind of like against the wall, and just being on the side where he scored all three of those goals, I'm like, you can't get anything better than that. Just seeing him go for the natural Hattie, and the fact that it was his first ever hat trick too which was maybe even more special because you get your first one, you get it within the first, like what, 12 minutes of the game. And it's a natural Hattie too on top of that. So, I mean, what a way to make your presence felt <laughs> like the second game back after the all-star break. <laughs> I mean, I was, it was just like great hearing things. Like he said for the one, I think a second goal, he said it was actually Nason was supposed to be on the ice and Nason said, Nate, you get in there. And yeah. the fact that then that resulted in his goal, like that's that's you love to hear that. That's teammates looking out for, like, hey, I think you should go, like, go get yourself another goal. That's, yeah, I mean, awesome. But and then, unfortunately, that was a wild way to start. But then them catching up with those two crazy goals was, yeah, also that, wild. Yeah, and the how fast they did it too, and the fact that the second one basically came from like the neutral zone almost. I almost want, oh yeah, me and me and Moose were having Scott Darling flashbacks, and it was very yeah. painful. The funny thing is, because I think the way the puck like floated over his shoulder off the crossbar, it looked like he was he didn't even know it was it coming. Unlike Scott Darling, who was just I don't know what that was going on. I I kind of want to say it was almost like tipped, 
off the blue line and kind of just floated over and just. I don't think he was ready. Um, and yeah. I think oh, it was just. Weird. That, yeah, that's what I said. I don't think, I think he that's what resulted. Coming. Yeah, I know, and I think that's what resulted in us seeing Ranta in the second period, um, because <laughs> it was either PK wasn't ready and they're just like, all right, we're just gonna, you know, that's a bad start. Um, Honestly, it might have been a little bit because he's so competitive. Like we've seen him, it also might have been a little bit of him being like, "I'm in my head." That's embarrassing. Like I think that's what I think that I think that's what he said because I I think I saw or read something where he said like, "Yeah, he was like, I was just in my head after that second goal and stuff." Because you have to, yeah. Because as an athlete, like I as an example, like I play like rec volleyball, and there was a couple games where I was like, I was definitely feeling like I was like, I'm not into this. I'm not playing my best. And I literally had to look over at my teammate and be like, take me out. Like I normally play all the time. I was like, you guys take me out. I'm not playing well. Yeah. And she was like, that's kind of like good self-awareness. And I was, she was like, I didn't think you were playing that bad. And I was like, nope, I know my standards and I'm not yeah. playing well. Yeah. And I can see definitely PK being like that, being like that, that was atrocious. Like that's not my normal amount of goaltending. So of course, then we see Ronda come in and Ronda does amazing and yeah, you know, he did a, a very big save there um, and gets banged up, which for a minute, I mean, I'm going to be honest, Bailey was like, hey, look, I think I think Ronda might be hurt. And I was like, Bailey, I was like, Ronda always looks a little hurt <laughs> when he's getting up after some of those things. And I was like, he's older. I mean, I I moved the wrong way and my back hurts. So I was like, yeah. he's trying to get yeah. MO right now. But then, of course. We do see that follow up of yeah he was banged up and Piotr gets back in and I feel like that's kind of like karma of the count. game being like all right PK you got to get back in you got to you got to shake it off like you can't just be like all right I'm bailing out let my my backup help me out there like he had to get back in and I yeah mean, besides that they both held strong honestly yeah because I think that I think yeah I think I saw it too that the fact that since they had Spencer Martin there he could have dressed as well so they could the Hurricanes could have went to Spencer Martin as their e bug. Because the fact that we're rolling with three goalies right now, so we we wouldn't have gotten a David Ayer situation, but at least we had a, a, a legit goalie as your third. <laughs> that could have been in the a legit goalie that we'll talk about later, but a legit goalie that's a really good goalie. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so not even like your backup where you're like mm, he doesn't have a lot of experience. Like, oh, he's a little shaky coming in. Like, I would love to have Martin cover me. Like that, he's done. Yeah, fantastic. yeah, yeah. We'll definitely talk about him later on. But yeah, it was a weird game overall. But actually, but. The way Ronta played the second period was so great. He shut the door, basically did what he needed to do. Unfortunately, did get hurt. He is out for, they said, a couple weeks. Who really knows how long it is? There's, we still haven't had a timetable on his return yet. But, yeah, Pieter comes back in, shuts the door. Game ends 5-2. So, outside of those two goals, they played – the Hurricanes played really good hockey. We got some good goaltending. So, oh, outside a great, of that – a great game. Especially that, a great yeah. game – Especially a great game against the abs. Like I've just always been I'm always nervous when we play them. Um just because yeah. it normally results in some sort of injury. Um and then, which which kind of did because Ronta is hurt again. Kind of did, but like an injury is in like a hit kind of injury or like something like that. So yeah, I I yeah. I mean, what a game for us all to be there. I loved it. Fun. Just solidified yeah. which team is actually Bailey's number one. Um, the, the thing is, like, if, if you look at the abs over the last few games, it's like something's wrong. Like, I don't know what's going on with the abs right now. They just seem so like lost. Like, they're losing games they shouldn't be losing, and like getting shut out. Oh, you mean wait a minute? You mean that happens to other teams beside our team? Because I feel like when it happens to us, everyone thinks our team is the team, only team in the world that suffers from uh, that. And how dare oh, we? And we change everything. 
sell yeah. a farm and get someone new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know when you know when your offense dries up and you know it's like <laughs> you know winning six to three, scoring twenty goals, you know. But yeah, you know just. Apparently, like we need, we still need a scoring winger. We we just we we need scoring. We need goalies. We need this, that, and the other. But the same, yeah, yeah the same arguments always pop up throughout the season, and the same concerns. And I, I grant it, some of them are verified, but like, yeah, some of them are also you can't. I mean, yes, did we struggle to score against the Stars? Yes, and we'll talk about that well, here. Yeah. Did we start, but also, it's also like we haven't been struggling to score. No, and it's also it's not like the stars went on a scoring rampage on us either. So I mean, yeah, well, I mean we'll talk defense, about defense. We'll, anyway, yeah. the Devils game. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting that, ahead of ourselves. Yeah, that game was. I mean, I'll I'll say this: the graphics, absolutely amazing. Like that game should have been more than one zero. Is what it should have been. Oh yeah, but, it, should, it should have been more than one zero. But, but okay, but you gotta got love to, Whalers night. Whalers night. But honestly, the, but I think it's the, Whalers night and maybe then the kids night. Like those two are just yeah, those ones are great. Tier. Yeah, those ones are great. Um, mental health night. I'm always an advocate for that one. But yeah, Whalers night's always a great. Like I said, just Jack and all and all they did. Um, you know, uh, Dan Latarock and his group, Mike Foreman. Like just all the, the graphics were absolutely amazing. Like all the goal stuff was amazing. The like. Like you're talking like vintage magazines, like vintage photo shoots, just like the, even the gold graphics. So like the fact that they took it from like the I think it was like the 1980s something like All Star game that was in our. I am like, sad like that we box. didn't get to see more gold graphics. <laughs> I, I well, I know but, that I, I forget the guy who I forget the guy who does the graphics like that, but he shared all the all the gold graphics yeah. and stuff like that. And like they just actually, nice because they put in that work. You want to see it. Yeah, so, yeah. It's just everything was amazing. Just the way, like the even like the captions were amazing. Like even like when they did like the the period, like the end of the period graphics for the goals and stuff. They even like had like little like um, descriptions inside the photos too. It's just yeah, like you said, it's it's always a great night. I said the the white jerseys are so nice. Like the white whalers are so great, so classic. But mm-hmm. just. It, it, you know, Piotr played great hockey. You know, he he comes back after the game against you know the Avalanche, lighting a couple goals in, comes back in, shuts the door, and then shuts the door on the Devils. I mean, yeah, it should have been more than one nothing, but they don't ask how. They just it's just how they got it done. It's true. You know, they don't ask how many. It's just, just how, how'd you win? Scored enough to beat the other team. That's all it really needed. So I mean, and of course, it had to be Sebastian Aho. I mean, come on, really? Yeah. Oh, but, it was. But, Great Boys. game, but but very nervous. It was, <laughs> it's, it's somehow it's always dramatic on Whalers night, no matter who we're playing, Boston, always. New Jersey. Definitely should have been a lot more, but hey, you'll take it. Yeah, so it was a good. I mean, that was a great cap off to the week. Um, mm-hmm. It was again busy week, but a very fun week. Love to have two out of the three games, um, and then you get into our little road trip, and you know back to those late nights um so i you know i'm i'm joking where i'm like i get a little bit more rest because i'm not at pnc on their away game so of course then their away games are at like eight well, o'clock yeah. to ten thirty at night yeah, and, right. uh they're still keeping you awake because they're still just as just as exciting um at least you're in bed for those though like it's not like you're sitting at the arena so yeah um, that's true. yeah at least it wasn't fully on the west coast we were putting like la san jose seattle like 1030 yeah. is your start time. So yeah, Dallas, Dallas isn't too bad. And of course, I just I love the scheduling by the NHL people where it's like, oh yeah, you get to play, 
you get to play Dallas twice a year and you get to do it in the span of like 10 days. Not just like at the beginning, at the end. It's like, yeah. here's both I mean, of I'm like right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no no I, chance I, to, you know, change up, switch anything, nothing. But no. And, um, and, and, and I know Jules, well and, yeah, I know Jules is probably sweating bullets too. It's like, Ugh. great, cool. Twice in the span yeah. of that long. So the moment when she has her, her normal team and her second team in there, she's just, she's a little yeah. divided there. But not as bad as Bailey. I guess not we, as bad as Bailey, but yeah. <laughs> True. I guess though we can go ahead and talk. We can talk about both stars games. Um, yeah, unfortunately, they lost unfortunately them. they're both losses. Mm-hmm. Um, but the I mean honestly the losses are kind of similar. Unfortunately, um, yeah. I think we played this last game. I think we played a little better against started a little bit better against them. Mm-hmm. Um, but both games stars came out with a whole lot of pressure. Um, that these are two games where you're going to see the Canes actually got outshot for a good part of the first part of it. And our, they kept our shots low. And honestly, these two teams, I feel are defense versus defense mm-hmm. and who's going to break first. Um, unfortunately, both games, uh, I believe Canes broke first. Um, and so we were honestly, both games, we were always kind of trailing the stars. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it seemed like their the neutral zone game was really good for Dallas and they just, they just know for whatever reason, it's like, they just know how to shut the hurricanes down. And like you said, like, yeah, it was four, two for the first game, then two, one last night. But if you really but think four, about two it, is wasn't the last one an empty net. So it technically was. Like three two, yeah. so it's yeah, still kind it, of a one goal game each one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it, it's four two, but it's it's just because, like you said, it's the empty net. So it was really a three two game. Yeah, both games were close. It wasn't like you know the stars were having, like playing their will against the Hurricanes and they were just shutting them down. And it's like it's just one of those things where you watch that you look at Dallas and you're like, yep, that's one of the best teams in hockey right now, and they lead the Central. I mean, you look at their lineup; they have firepower over that lineup. Jason Robertson's no joke. Like that dude is really good at what he does. Mary Heiskanen's really good on the defense. I mean, Sagan's in there, you know, Ben, it's just that the stars, Joe Pavelski, like that stars team knows how to play hockey and their defense is really good. And of course, you know, you got Jake Ottinger, who's like one of the top 10 goalies in the league right now. Yeah. That, that guy will win you games. He will steal, he will steal you or win you a lot of games. His, his, his goaltending is amazing. When we saw that in both games, it's just, it's tough. Honestly, to I feel like it. It is, and I honestly feel like sometimes the times we've played them, it's almost like the Canes are kind of playing against the mirror a little bit because you've got a mm-hmm. team where they have guys that can score, they have guys that have different firepower. Of course, you got like one big name and there and Robertson, but like that's Aho for us, or even at Knights, that's Natchez. So you've got that, and then you've got a, such a solid defense that it's mm-hmm. very hard to break through them. And then you got a, a goalie back there that's going to hold you down. So it's not like most of the teams in the West where mm-hmm. they're just are nonstop offensive fire zones. And then you've got a kind of questionable defense into their goalie. Mm-hmm. It's a team that kind of looks very similar to your own. So when your yeah. own tactics are kind of against you, it's kind of, it's a little frustrating. Cause I mean, last game, last night we had so many great opportunities. Like there are so many moments where like everyone thought, okay, that one's going in. Mm-hmm. And like just barely missing it. And I, last night, I will say the home game against the Dallas, I do think there are other factors in play rather than just the two teams against each other. Cause I do think the ice conditions were a little interesting they were just coming off of a uh, NC state basketball game. So they had yeah, to it was, transform it, it and you could see the guys were slipping a little extra. 
Um, yeah, it's which it's is very funny it's, it was freezing outside. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very tough because if you get a few hours in between, that's one thing. But I think just the way like how that the scheduling was for the NC State game going into the Hurricanes game, I think it was definitely because I mean credit to the the um, switchover crew for having to do that so fast and get everything ready to go. It's I cannot imagine how yeah nothing against is. them. I think they did as best they could. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But you can definitely see the ice played a little bit into it, just with mm-hmm. guys not really staying on their feet for both yeah. teams. Yeah, well, and, I, I can also say this too for Dallas. You're talking about mirroring teams. Uh, both teams really love Finnish players. There's Finns all over the place. On oh, they were teams. fighting last night too. Hardcore. Oh, a hundred percent. And it, <laughs> it, it, it it was like it was like watching the Finns blue squad against the Finns white squad. That's just like how many Finns are on both teams. Well, you don't see so you see Aho chirping. Yeah, most games mm-hmm. you can see him chirping. He's not really a physically doesn't get in there. But he was in that last night. Like he was in the middle yeah. of it to the point where Nate just had to kind of come in and help a little bit. But he like yeah. Aho's helmet was off. You know they were probably swearing at each other and finish. And they oh a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent yeah no yeah it's it's crazy but yeah it's just, like I said it's one of those things where yeah it stinks you lose the season series against Dallas because you only play them twice you lost both games in the span of like I said not that far apart it is what it is but it's like hey you know it's a measuring stick that the, you are close enough to beat these guys unfortunately it's just they were able to get that extra goal that you really couldn't get and shut the door on you. But I mean, yeah, honestly, like you, the, give me, you, the you give me seven games of a playoff series against these two teams. It would probably be really exciting because they're, it's like, they're kind of, like you said, they're, they mirror each other. It, it would be a good matchup of like, you know, skill on skill for both teams. Yeah, the both, And the month's not, the month's not over and the Canes mm-hmm. have gone six and three with their game mm-hmm. so far. And like, the three they lost, like two against the Stars, so it's a team that kind of has your number right now, but you don't see them. They were both bunch. close. You now you have time, yeah, mm-hmm. and you have time to recalibrate. And then the other one was against Vancouver, which is also a one-goal game. It's also another very top team, so you're just mm-hmm. barely against a top team. And like, okay, give me some, give me a series, give me time for us to readjust and like change things up. Yeah, the seven Kings game, could do that. Yeah, seven game series between Vancouver or Dallas and a cup final for the Hurricanes, you know that's gonna be electric regardless. And yeah. it's it's one of the because you have to think about it too. Like you're talking about all oh, the offense dried up or they're playing not so great hockey. Um, there was a four game winning streak in the middle of that in the middle of this month, and that's including a back to back in Arizona and then having to go to Vegas, and then everyone's like yeah, they didn't have Eichel, they didn't have Petrangelo, but you're still talking about That's the Vegas still a top team. Nights. Yeah, you're still talking yeah. about Vegas. I know we'll talk about those games too, but it's like that's still a good team and you went into their barn and did business. So it's, it's Yeah, you're it's, still you're still facing top teams like you can't be like, well, you lost to the top team. Yeah, but there are other top teams that we played this month that we beat out. We beat out Vegas. Uh Avalanche, even though they're struggling a little bit, like they are a very good team out in the yeah, West. No, yeah, no, uh, no, no one's looking, no one's looking down. There. No one's looking down on Colorado. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't I'm know sorry. Like, yeah, there's a few scattered in there where you're very much expected to win. Looking at Arizona, looking at the Blackhawks, but I mean, you have some pretty impressive wins in there too, and you're getting scoring from the guy, like your top line guys. Like you're still getting the chances from Jarvis, Stahl, and Martinuk, but your top guys are coming in, like. Aho's firing, Natchez mm-hmm. is firing, Svetch is getting back into it. Your quickie is honestly first line quickie has been very helpful to them as he, well. He has been so, very good. Because you look at the scoring, and Mike and Shane even said on the last Canes cast, the team is scoring from it's like everyone is scoring, like the 5 1 game against Coyotes. You wish a few, you wish a few more 
shots from the point we're getting it. Like, I feel like I've been yeah. watching Shay and Byrne shoot nonstop and they want it so bad. And they're, they're, they're trying. Blocks. Yeah. And I, like, and I and I credit to the other teams with their defense that they've read that they know, but like, <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, hey, that's why that's why every team's got video people, and it's like, it's like, hey, other teams, it's like, oh, we should be beating these guys. Well, you gotta remember too, it's the NHL, the best, the best play, the best, and you know everyone pays to go win <laughs> games too. So it's it's like it's it's it's, it's just tough, and, and like you said. Five different scores against Arizona. Three different scores against Vegas. Like it's everyone is scoring. Like we're not getting the same dudes every because I think Mike and Shane both said it. The last time we had someone score multiple goals in the same game was Marty Nietzsche against Colorado. Like that tells you like everyone in the lineup is scoring right now. There was last night. Um, there was a guy like towards the end. We were all in the star zone trying like pulled the goalie firepower like just going non-stop and it kept getting <laughs> to birds at the point and there was a guy like a couple rows behind us and if, i don't know if you've seen the shrek movie where there's like a little I, I think it's like shrek forever after i know this is a random reference but there's like a little kid in there and he literally like everyone kind of heard this meme where he's like do the roar like he does like the oh, really deep voice. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was a guy behind us that every time the puck came to Burns, he'd go shoot at Burns, like every time. And so then we, after a while, they got to Burns, and we were like, "Wait for it!" And you'd hear shoot at Burns, and like that's all you heard for the that's last like so two minutes of the game. And we were like dying, like we were like, "Yeah, we should be stressed for trying to score," but like that's, just anticipating yeah. that funny thing. I was like, "This is what being at the game is all about." Uh, the stress is so like, yeah. a little different, but um, little, yeah. But uh, honestly. I think the team's been playing fine. Yeah, it's one of those things where you would love to get a couple extra wins. But as of right now, I mean, we're still second in the division. We're, I think, last Which I don't mind. I'd, no. I'd be fine staying second. I'm fine with it. Yeah, because I think we're like only eight back of the Rangers. But in, I, um, but the I matchup, the first round yeah. matchup, much better. Much yeah, better if you stay second at this moment. Yeah, because I was doing a. Um, uh, thing for the hockey writers, uh, one of our premium content things, and we were talking about how if you look at the matchups, it's Canes against the Flyers, but then there's a kind of a deep the, the the Devils and the Capitals are still within striking distance of the Flyers at least. But if you really look at it, the two Atlantic teams hold the last. There's two Atlantic teams that hold the wild card spots, and that's Detroit mm-hmm. and Tampa. And then it's like a five or six point drop off until you get to the other Metro teams. So there's a possibility there's only three Metro teams making the playoffs this year, and you're looking at five from the Atlantic. So I'm not saying – I think the Hurricanes are pretty much – unless there's like an act of the hockey gods where the Hurricanes just completely fall apart, which I don't think is going to happen, and they miss the playoffs because they're so far ahead. But the Flyers, I think they're the only team that could be within striking distance of someone over leapfrogging them, and then you're out of the playoffs. Because like I said, the, Detroit and Tampa are right now have a good distance ahead of you. So let's just say for the sake of argument, okay, you go win the division. Okay, well then, if it's Boston or, or Florida in the first seed of the East, then you're getting the second. You're getting the second team, the second wild card team. Or let's say you somehow go win. Uh, or let's say if you finish second in the East, you're playing the first wild card team, which could be Tampa. Right now it's Detroit, but Tampa's only a point behind them. Or if you say you're still first in the East, you're still getting the second wildcard team, who is Tampa. So really, you're looking at Detroit or Tampa. Detroit, okay, you, you might be able to work with that. Tampa, regardless, even if you are first or second in the division, depending on where they finish. 
do you really want to play Tampa Bay in the first round? No, give me the give me Philly. I want Philly all day long. And, 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 and no and no disrespect to the Flyers because the Flyers are a good team this year. But yeah, if you're talking about or who would you rather you face in the first round? But also, like, give me someone different. See, like, we've had exactly. a good record against them. Give me someone different. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and like I said, no disrespect to, to the Philly. I, yeah, you would love to see someone different. I, I would love to see Detroit as well. I wouldn't mind seeing Detroit if that worked out in our favor. But mm. at this point, give me the Flyers in the first round. It's just that's just kind of where we're at right now. And I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with the Flyers. And it's like, yeah, winning the division's great, but I'm, I, I kind of want the bigger trophy at this point. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. That's just that's just me, I guess. But they're they're playing good hockey right now. And I know with the because I know the trade deadline is coming up in like what two weeks? No, it's a, what a week from this Friday. So we're not. It's like March eighth. So a week from this Friday, we're going to have the trade deadline. And I'm very curious to see what's going to happen at that point. Because you know everyone's already going to be freaking out about what the Hurricanes are going to do. I mean, they're already freaking out. They've been freaking out since the year turned 2024. So, yeah, um, essentially. <laughs> I, it's bonkers, yeah. man. And we can say, well, we'll say at the end what we think should happen at the trade deadline. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't have any sway or any if anything no. can happen. No. We do know how our, te- our team tends to trend, whether you like it or don't like it. Um, but yeah, we, 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 like, we like our team. We like our team. <laughs> we like our team. Like uh, our so, but we'll talk about that a little bit more. But for now, we're gonna hear, uh, you know, our favorite little in between session of hearing from our lovely sponsors. Uh, who do we got up first, Zach? Yeah, so we're gonna go with uh, DraftKings, uh, because they're an amazing sponsor with us and also the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, we know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So if you're looking at the games tomorrow, because um, I know when this comes out, most of the games are going to be started at that point. So we're going to look to tomorrow. There's some good matches. we got Senators and Capitals, eh, Islanders, Stars, Kings, Oilers. Kings have fallen off a lot. Uh, another good one I think would be really interesting is the ten. It's a ten o'clock game. It's Bruins at the Kraken. I think that'd be a fun one if you want to kind of look at putting some money down. So the money line has got the Bruins at a minus one forty two, Kraken at a plus one twenty. Um, in terms of the puck line, the Boston Bruins are favored by one and a half goals as a plus one seventy. The Kraken are a minus two hundred five at a plus one and a half. And then the over-unders actually set at five and a half goals this game with the over going to the Bruins at a minus 120 and the Kraken is a plus 100 with the under five and a half. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Uh, the other sponsor we get to talk about is Primal X Hockey. They've been with us for, I think this is officially episode 112 of the show. And they've been with us even before episode one was even recorded. So big shout out to them for being with us for, with us for so long. Um, if you want to go check out their shop, they are at 1401 uh, Diggs Drive. Um, if you want to look at getting sticks, because I, I know they picked up a lot more um, manufacturers to get get equipment so you can get sticks, helmets, skates. For if you want to do indoor, even got roller blades and uh, wheels. If you want to go outside for roller hockey, 
if you want to get your skate sharpens only five dollars in the shop and then you have one of those like skate ovens that you can go like get your skates kind of formed and all set up and stuff like that too they got that at the store as well um if you aren't able to make it there you can also go online to primoxhockey.com and if you use the code uh search the i know we have the <laughs> we got the thing right here search cast for 20 percent off your order so you just go on there it's your sebastian aho discount and you like so you can get all the stuff that's on there as well they even got you know wax that's scented like you know they got scented waxes which is pretty cool and they're also shipped like little waffles so why not you know use those for your sticks and like i said you can pretty much get everything on there they got hats t-shirts koozies flags if you want you want to get some cool stuff to wear um, or swag up on and then they do free shipping if you're in the united states so if you want to get your shipping taken care of it's free in the united states they're also on i think they're also on amazon if you want to check out amazon as well for all the good stuff um like i said if you're if you are you know if you do go into the store just let them know that we sent you here and you know maybe they'll hook you up with something who knows but like i said it's 20 percent off online use code search cast get your shipping everywhere Help support shop local, local and shop local. Honestly, yeah. yeah, shop local. Yeah, just shop local. Like I said, they, they've been a great group. They've been with us for so long. Couldn't appreciate these guys anymore. So primaxhockey.com. Search cast to check out. Get your, get your Sebastian Ajo 20% off discount. And Kat, I think we've got one more sponsor we got to talk about. Yeah. We're very excited for this one. Very excited, especially if you've been at PNC and you've been seeing all the upcoming concerts that are coming and going. Oh, like, yeah, there's, so, a, there's a lot of good um, stuff, yeah. Yeah, so you need to check out our other sponsor, SeatGeek. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring us. We recently became brand ambassadors for them, and we are honestly so excited. They're a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. They are they out a 0 to 10 score on each ticket to know if you're getting a good or bad deal. Obviously, green, good, red, bad. Uh, plus, you guys can get $20 off your first ticket purchase with our code. What is it, Zach? Surgecast? Searchcast. Search no, it's the, just searchcast. Oh no, yeah, the third. Yeah, the searchcast. Yeah, so it's the it's with the a D. Yeah, with the with yeah, a with D. The, yeah, with the okay, D, yeah. with D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah the the searchcast. Twenty dollars <laughs> off your first uh, purchase. Yeah, so so of course, uh, click the link. You can see the link in our profile description. All mm-hmm. of that, but yes, go to SeatGeek. Put in the searchcast for your first purchase with it to get $20 off. Go check out all the fun concerts. I know there's been a lot been uh, promoted at PNC. There's, mm-hmm. um, of course, you can go see Pitbull and Enrique Iglesias, like Ricky Martin. That has been going on like crazy. Uh, yeah. They recently just gave out tickets to Jelly Roll, which my mom was very excited about. She was like, can we get tickets to that? Um, and yeah, of course, if, if think, you, yeah, if you use the code SearchCast, sure. <laughs> of course. And then uh, I think J-Lo is out and about. But uh yeah so there's some fun concerts and shows go check it out of course you see geek um but yeah so thank you to all of our sponsors those are mm-hmm. all great honestly from the support from the very first episode to our newest mm-hmm. one in seat geek uh we appreciate all of them and honestly their support helps oh yeah no and the fact that, yeah even with the seat geek i mean you're talking like what seventy thousand events and like we're in uh, talking about pnc you're talking like what the pavilions they're really close by for concerts College yeah, sports. I know, yeah, I know, I know like with basketball going on, college baseball just starting back up. I know the triangles. Everyone's excited about the triangle and ECU. 
and all that mm-hmm. stuff too. I mean, it's not yeah, it's not just the hurricanes. You can pretty much get tickets to pretty much anything around the triangle or anywhere in yes. North Carolina. So or and if while you're not we in North talk- Carolina, wherever you're at. So yeah. And while we talked about all of our amazing sponsors, we do mm-hmm. have to note, I know we do have our sponsor DraftKings, but it is a very big deal as our podcast is kind of based out of North Carolina because of the Canes. I know my two co-hosts are not in the state, but I mean, big news going around. We do have FanDuel coming up. So that is a very big thing for North Carolina. It's Fanatics. No, FanDuel is coming to North Carolina. Oh, it's FanDuel? Oh, that's right. coming to North Carolina. Yeah, that's right. You have to be, sorry, Zach, but you have to be living under a rock if you haven't seen them promoting that. Sorry, that's right. Well, well, because I know know that I heard something like Fanatic Sportsbook is also supposedly coming to the um, Bistro, or maybe they changed it. I don't know. Things change. Starts starts March 11th. It's a very big thing for North Carolina, apparently. So um, my money is going to all things Canes. I can't. I, I. you, you, already, because... you already get stressed out enough watching the Hurricanes games. I yeah, and I know these games can go. <laughs> these games can go any which way. So, like, no, I will. I refuse because I have to use my money for other things. But if you feel inclined to, um, just do it responsibly. And yes, probably yeah. also without alcohol involved. Um, but well, responsibly, <laughs> responsibly. If, if there those is are two things to do responsibly, and responsibly don't probably do them together. But anyway. <laughs> Um, on another non-Canes note, because I did, it's been a while and I know this has gone through, but there have been discussions about it and I wanted to talk about it. Um, that, uh, empty net shot, um, that the, the empty net goal that the Leafs took, they got a little offended by because it was a slap shot. Oh, the Riley Gray. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on it, Zach. Um, cause my thoughts on it are. First of all, don't put yourself in a position to be scored on with an empty net. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, if you are in that position, like what gives you the right to say how they score? You should score more, score more, and then you can. Yeah, that situation won't occur. I don't think it should be a. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like a little cheeky thing to do. It's like a little pest under your skin, maybe, but like a cross check to the face, not warranted in my books. Yes. I agree with you on the point. It's like if you if you don't want to get scored on like that, play better hockey. Actually, care for longer than what five seconds left in the game. Like don't get don't get absolutely smoked for the entire game and then take offense to it. I mean, it's the Battle of Ontario. The Senators haven't been playing great this year. You know, if you if you've seen the videos, it it was a lot of Maple Leafs fans. Like Canada Center, the Canadian Tire Center got absolutely ran by Toronto Maple Leafs fans. So like you knew this was like a cherry on top for the senators to like kind of stick it to their you know in in province rival and stuff like that and like you said if you don't want to get scored on like that play better hockey don't don't get advantaged on where you have a chance to for someone to score like that like Riley Greg did it for the fans he did it for the team you know trying to get everyone riled up and and the thing is like there's there's I think there was also how many times have we seen people miss empty net goals like make sure lot. it's in. Go ahead, make sure it's in. It's a lot. Well, the thing is, too, like, I've seen there's a lot of – everyone's been posting a lot of different videos of, like, guys getting – like, teams scoring and then other guys coming over and, like, taking offense to it. But it's like there's other ways to do it than taking your stick and putting it in someone's face. Well, honestly, it's just you – it's guys lashing out because they're embarrassed. 
honestly. Yeah, it's, I, it's, and the thing, and the thing sorry, is, sorry, Zach, it's men not regulating their emotions. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, it's like, it's like, yeah, you kind of want to stick up for your team. It says, yeah, you don't want to get embarrassed like that. So, I mean, if you want to, if you want to stick up for your team after something like that happens, okay, it is what it is. And I know there's a code, but there's ways of going about it without it. You know, like, it's, like you said, cross checking someone in the face. Well, they even, they talked to him in the, they talked to uh, Riley in the thing. And then he said, he was like, oh yeah, I had all attention going over and saying some words to him. And then he got like, he said, I could have talked to him. I was well aware I could have talked to him. And then he just cross-checked him to the face anyway. And it's like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and even Riley Greg was just like, okay, like, he was down for a little bit. Then he saw that, you know, there was a kerfuffle and he just got up. But, like, he was all right. It's just. And there was, like I said, there was a bunch of videos where it's, like, guys taking offense and they kind of just drop their gloves. Or they get in the guy's face and start, you know, just chirping at him or something like that. But, like, there was one a long time ago. I forget who it was. And. It was Islanders playing against someone. We're talking like in the 80s or 90s. And this dude got absolutely like lit up by, I forget who it was. And his shoulder got separated. And the guy who threw that hit and separated the dude's shoulder, he got a 21-game suspension for, for that. So, I mean, it there's there's ways to stick up for your team. And like like you said, when Morgan Riley said, I, yeah, I could have just went over chirped at him, talked to him. You know, maybe there have been like, you know, guys grabbing each other. It would have been like a little bit of a shouting. Match. Well, but yeah, I mean, you we have, have our own, go, you didn't have to go cross check them. Like it's, it's, I mean, it. we have our own history with the lease with it though, because it, of course Kane Satbrand when that happened, shared the great video of Eric Saul doing it. The same thing. And a slap oh, shot yeah. at an empty net because the Leafs took a little exception going at his brother. Jordo, oh, yeah. And so there was a little, like bite and thing about that, and then when it came to the empty net goal, yeah, he absolutely just, just he bombs it. Yeah, literally bombed it with lead players back trying to defend it. So he was like, "No, no, hold it." So it's yeah. like, if you put yourself in that situation, like, yeah, there are codes and like all of that stuff. Like, there are already guys like there's the code of like into the, the period, you don't shoot at the net, things like that. But there's, like, there's, also, there's ways to like go, but other than cross checking and doing the face, like. You could have just gone over and said, so I'm getting into his face a little bit. Well, I'd like, be interested to know what if Bedard did it? Like, what would be everyone's stance on it? Because I would, I feel like it would be torn. It'd be like, well, the kid needs to learn the NHL. And then it would also be like, well, how dare you assault the new face of the NHL? In, so, like, in the, in the fact that his, his jaw's already broken too. Like, he's he's been wearing a bubble yeah. for the last like couple weeks. Like, <laughs> his, uh, his, his face has already gotten mingled once. I don't think we need it yes. twice. And that's a good, you know what? Good segue. We can talk about our, we have, I mean, we have to talk about it. It was a very good, big, easy win, in my opinion. For the Canes, uh, we I love the Spencer Martin. I I love Spencer. Martin. I cannot wait to get to um, that part. <laughs> yes, Spencer Martin, another great game from him. Um, of course, it was all about Bedard, um, because you know, you you cannot appreciate our defense is top 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 tier, mm-hmm. but you cannot appreciate them more than when you watch another team's defense that has absolutely no idea what they're doing. Yeah, and you're just like you're all just crowded in front of the net. So that to, yeah, that game was so far out of reach earlier. It's like, all right, what's what's the yeah. score going to be? It's basically you're basically um, you're you're betting what the score is going to be by the end of the night. Not yeah, and so of course we have to talk about there is the bar the Bedard um, D- little dissol- kerfuffle with no, Martin. Oh, oh yeah, the dissol- uh, the kerfuffle <laughs> started. Of course, unfortunately. I, and I know he's just defending, but like Dimitri, do not push any more people at our goalies, please. So of course, Dar gets twice. pushed into that, Martin. That's twice. Martin that's tries happened. to get up, and I'm not gonna say, and yeah, it, it initially started with Orlov pushing him, but when Martin was starting to get up, 
Bedard definitely get, made it a little extra hard for him to get up. So I can see why there's a little bit of that rivalry there. Um, so, of course, later when Martin's skating by him, he gives him a little shoulder action. Um, also, side note, love I love Martin's new chrome bucket. His chrome bucket. Oh, it's so great. It's, it's so I nice. love it. I like it, too, because it's not like the solid chrome buckets of other teams. Like, it's got oh, different yeah. things on it. So it's shiny, yeah. but it's not like overwhelming alien shiny anyway yeah, it's, um, it's, not, it's not blinding you in the face it, it's actually yeah. really it, it's classy it's 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 got a classy look to it yeah so of course then later when bedard finally scores um because everyone was waiting on that one um he stares down martin and martin i mean at first you're like why are you even saying like what is that and so then martin points at the scoreboard and there's different people saying these different reasons um, most people are saying that Martin knew it was offside. I don't think that was the case. I think he was pointing at the scoreboard saying like, you know, when people do something and you're like scoreboard, because you're pointing yeah. out, Hey dude, look who's winning. Like, yeah, you yeah. scored, but yeah. like, it's like, the it's grand like scheme of things. Are you winning the game? No. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like that meme where it's like, that was a YouTube video that popped up when like, uh, was it Chris Paul with the Suns? Like he's like, Oh, he scores a massive three to bring the game within 43 points and they're getting absolutely blown out. You're just like, all right, dude, it's like you're losing five to one to the hurricanes and you score your goal. Like, congratulations. Like, why are you staring him down for? Like, and you're I will say, so, a lot. and then you got so, disallowed. So it's just like, yeah. It's like, okay. And we had a couple people, couple, a couple of people from like Chicago people were a little bit like, wow, we're really surprised at how Canes fans are reacting to Bedard. Listen, Canes fans as any fans of any team will chirp people regardless of who they are. And also yeah, we, we literally while you recognize like, Canes, like. <laughs> Canes fans are used to playing against Ovechkin. They're, they're in our division. We're used to playing against Ovechkin. We're used to playing against Crosby. Like we've seen really good players come through and there's mm-hmm. respect there because you're never going to see any of our guys really like head hunting anyone, but mm-hmm. you're also going to see none of our guys. Like we've had guys bump Crosby. Like we, they don't, they're just going to play. Because as a team that doesn't have any superstars, we treat everyone like, yeah, we're going to, we know you have skill and we're going to defend and we're going to take care of, like, know you're there, but yeah. we're also going to just play our game. And so maybe you see our chirping and our like kind of like joking around with Bedard on there is just like, it's not disrespect. It's honestly just like he's another hockey player to us because also he's another hockey player on a team that's not very good. So like you're going to have some of the Bardard things, but we're not like, oh my gosh, Bedard touched the puck. Well, that's kind of my stance on it. Also, looking at that, unless it's your boyfriend, he's like, (laughs) well, he's from Chicago, so he has a little bit of leeway. I know, but (laughs) we, but the thing is, I pointed out too, but Dart in that game didn't score an even strength goal. Like they were, Mm -hmm. they were uh, on the power play, Mm -hmm. and like power play goals, I. I treat them as sort of like a penalty kick in soccer. Like, I feel like they're a lot more easier. Like you, you kind of should get one because you, you have an advantage. That's why mm-hmm. it's worse when you don't score on them because you're like, this, you should like, it's really good yeah. on the other team. But if you don't take a, like a advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So I would have been more, I think I personally would have been a little bit more impressed if he had done something of like, and while it can stress me out too, something of like a nature's where he like literally spins through multiple people, wraps around the goal and scores that kind of skill. I would have been like, okay, yeah, this kid's legit. And like he is, but that game, I wasn't impressed by it because y'all you were getting was him was the Hawks were on the penalty kill a whole bunch. Padar doesn't play on the penalty kill. Yeah. 
he was on for the power play, scored there. And you have everyone being like, wow, Ajo threw a hit on him. Ajo didn't even throw that big of a hit on him. Ajo's not a hitter. That's not a special hit. That's it, a it little was, bit of a back booty bump. It, and that it was, kid went it flying was, because that kid is small. It was a clear Zach, reverse hit. It was a clear reverse hit. Yeah, it was clean, but also he needs to take some lessons from Jarvis. Like it's his first year, it makes sense. He just needs to he needs to be like Jarvis and be like, "All right, I got to put on some weight because I'm, I'm pretty sure that kid is what like five ten, maybe yeah, he's five, five ten, yeah, like five ten, and like one sixty. That kid is tiny. Yeah. yeah, and like, so like the skill is there, but like he need, it's his first year, so like yeah. he's got to grow more into it, but. Yeah, he's, I don't think honestly, he's though, team yet. Honestly, like he, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, him, and it's evident when he's time. on the ice. It's nothing. It's no disrespect to him. He is he's young. He's getting used to playing with the big guys, mm-hmm. and he's on a team that's not great. So, yes, he's amazing, but also when you have when you have people being like, "Oh, look at that." pass or like whatever by Bedard and you're like you didn't even first of all Bedard didn't even score it so you're totally taking out the scorer in it and then also everyone's like for the rest of us we call it an assist yeah. <laughs> just call it what it is <laughs> like that's a great assist by Bedard to yeah. set like you know phrase it as that's a great assist by Bedard to set up so-and-so's goal but like you take out the goal scorer and to like not say like what it is it's like Come on, you're you're gonna give this kid like this. This kid doesn't walk on clouds. Like it's yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Bleacher Report. Yeah, Open Ice was like. Hmm. You're Crazy. just you're gonna have other you're gonna have other fandoms. The Canes are are one, but you're gonna have other fandoms where like the the shine has rubbed off a little bit. Like it's like yes, he's amazing, but we're not gonna be like oh my gosh. Yeah. Kiss the ice. He walked. He skated on. Yeah, anyway. pretty much. It's. So so was your was your, was your was your was your boyfriend happy to at least see Connor Bernard in person? He was. He got ribbed. He got ribbed a little bit because uh, <laughs> the first one got called back because he was like all he wanted was for the Canes to win and then Bernard to get at least one goal. Right. So that happened, but then it got called back, and we're like, well, technically you got what you wanted, <laughs> but not the way you wanted it. So he just sat there for a minute and was like, it's "Just stupid. I deserve this teasing, but I also hate it." Um, and then, so then and he, he does score. Then, yeah. So then he does score, so it feels a little bit better. But That's honestly, funny. the outcome was exactly what he wanted. Um, yeah. So you got that big game mm-hmm. for us. You got everyone scoring and everything. And then you go into the big game of the week. Yeah, against. <sighs> and you're feeling like you are back in the the playoffs. I, I I I think I tweeted this out. I think you might. I think you probably did see it. I I said at one point I am getting Eastern Conference Finals PTSD from this game. I said it. I said it to you for sure. And I oh my god. I, I don't. I don't. I know. I know. We both. I know. I think we both tweeted it out. At the, I don't know when exactly, but it was like well, especially towards oh the end of the gosh. game, zero zero. And yeah, I'm like, I am I going to go into a thousand overtimes again? Yeah. Or is it going to be the last second? What's going to happen? And it was the that stress was, of it. Uh, it's like it's like all right, Bobrovsky is doing it again. Now you got Piotr, now you got Piotr doing it on the other side, which Piotr is just—he's amazing. But yeah, it's like I'm like I'm like of course Bobrovsky is like yeah, I'm going to show up and just like 
do what I did yeah. in the playoffs and just like, and I'm like, the, I, cannot believe, I, I cannot believe we're, re, we're reliving this again. Like, and I know we've already played them once this season, but that was different. Like this was like, there was, it felt like we were playing them for the first time hmm. since the playoffs and there was no love lost. Like these guys was, hate each other. Like, like Jack, like Jack Jury's calling someone a fat ass on the ice. Like, and that's what he said. Okay, for everyone reaching, we're we're yeah, we're not we're, we're not touching that. We're not yeah, we're not touching that tweet. That's just no. But <sighs> the fact I think he didn't he yell to um said Brandon it to Mon- was it was it Reinhardt or Montour? I think it was Montour. It was one uh, no, it was. Um, or was it was or was it Sam Bennett? It was one. It was one. It was of those. Bennett. It was yeah. Bennett because I remember because yeah. he's the one that took he hit Slavo last year. But yeah, oh my gosh, but yeah. In like after the game to the Hurricanes, I mean, well, we'll get to that part. But the fact that yeah, Florida scores and you're like, oh my gosh, there's no way. Then it was disallowed immediately for offsides. You're like, also I, not even I, scored. Not not even scored. Unfortunately, Slavo scored it. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, and I saw a lot of people were like, "Dang it, Slavo!" I'm like, "Hey, don't you ever, ever disrespect that man!" Like, because the, he fault. literally that would never happen. Like, that's that's you knew honestly, goals. you knew it was going to be called back because he scored because it never happens. <laughs> unless it's like, it's so uncommon. Yeah, this, well, I mean, against short- us, like an own goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless it's shorthanded and he scores, but yeah, it's just then it got called back, and, you're, and I think I did the SpongeBob like, "Whoo!" Because you're like, but that's nope. also. That's also, I will say, that is also as frustrating as it can be. Sometimes that is the type of offsides challenge that I understand. Like that agrees. Like that was yeah. literally the offsides person was the guy that went on to be involved in the play and, and score. That is the kind that I definitely. That is what the rule was made for, a hundred percent. So I do yeah. support. It. And I know again, yeah. everyone can be like, "Well, it was for your team," but like, yeah, that's what it's. That was what the rule was intended for. Yeah. Yeah, if he, let's say it was against us and we scored and then they called it back, I'd be like, okay, that's fair because he was offsides. He yeah, if it ended up being that was the one you know, and he went that. up and his sick was the one that went in, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I would understand that. And then probably the best call I have ever heard, and I've already gotten requests by a few people to, to add this to the intro of our, of our show, so we might need to talk to Jules about adding this goal call to the new – to our intro – for the podcast, mm-hmm. but Mike Maniscalco with the best call I've heard all year. Mike just killing it. It was on, on I that had to, being at the game. Being at the game was was just oh, insane. But I'm, we I'm, had I'm, to listening to it on the way home. We had to listen to it because it was like, yeah. Out. Well, I'm surprised like Mike Foreman's like like his decorations in his office didn't just all fall down and the bookcases fall off because that place would. I mean, you were there. Well, because there were so many bonkers. Here, there were so many chances, and then you get to it, and the chance, and you think, "Oh no, it's another missed shot." Like Stretch was trying his last, like last ditch effort, and then Aho just appears and follows it up, and it gets past Bob, and it's just like insane. Like I thought the game was over. There was a few seconds left, but it was just like. It you, th- you, th- you, th- you thought it was going to overtime. You're like, oh, great. Here we go. We're going to go to overtime. So and then yep. and if he scores, he turns around, he's losing it. The guys on the bench are losing it. Just everyone. And then, the, of course, like I said, you were there. The like, Hearing it, like watching the game, you could hear how loud the building was. I cannot imagine how loud it was for you at PNC after Sebastian scored that goal. Yeah, it 
It had to be it had to be like super loud in that place. It felt like playoffs. Like it just felt like you won a playoff series. And like I know and I've had Florida Panthers in my mentions for forever since that game now. Oh but same. Yeah. It's like yeah. Because we have to talk about it. The difference in the playoff series with them is that as many people said, Panthers fans, analysts, everyone said Florida bullied us out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And in a way, they kind of did because they were more physical than us. They we were missing everyone out of the playoffs. Outside of yeah, Vegas, they bullied everyone. Vegas got Vegas got away with a lot of it in the cup final, but Florida bullied T- Toronto, Boston, and us all out of the playoffs. And then they met yeah. Vegas who could And we throw were back missing we were missing our guy that would typically throw back. Like we didn't have guys that would typically throw. You know who would? Svetch. And Svetch was out. Mm-hmm. So you get Svetchin back in this rivalry. He wasn't in the rivalry during playoffs, but he's the, he knows what his team went through. He watched it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's going to throw a hit, especially on someone uh, Chuck E. Cheese, because Chuck E. Cheese is the main instigator of all things. So if he's someone's going to take a hit, it's going to be him. Yeah. He throws a hit. It's a clean hit. Even cleaner because good grief, Slavo took a brunt of it because Slavo literally got pushed up against the boards holding Chucky. Yeah. And so I didn't realize, honestly, the game was so intense. I didn't realize Chucky was out. Like, cause yeah. like Florida still, they have many people that can be pests and were heavy hitting. Nick so I didn't even Cousins, notice he was out. Yeah. Was it Reinhardt, Bontor, Nick Cousins, Nick Cousins. He's got to be public enemy number one to everyone in the league because I forget who was the other night. Like um, someone like ripped his helmet off, which is absolutely just teeing off on him. I forget who. It yeah. Was. So. Yeah, no, so, it seems it seems like Nick Cousins. No one likes this dude. Yeah, so Svetch led the hit, and a Chucky e. Cheese goes out. So of course, just to clear the air, because Kane's fans know too, because it's our it's we know Trip, we know Trip. We never celebrate an injury. What Trip was what Trip was talking about in the podcast, or not in the podcast, in the broadcast, because we all know him. He's talking about. How great it is to have Spets back in the lineup because you're you are missing that heavy presence during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. How good does it feel that he feels comfortable enough after that huge injury to be laying those hits again and to be doing his role with his team? How his team must feel having that on their side against a team that bullied them out of playoffs? And, of course, he's like, well, yeah, it's going to be against Chucky because he was throwing hits on us. Like, that's – how great is that? And then he goes, unfortunately, ended in an injury – and he didn't know the extent of the injury. Like guys can get that and get rattled up and come back into the game. He didn't know. Yeah, it, left. It, it's just it's it's fans just trying to reach for something and act like trips. That, and Tripp even said he's like, and he even tweeted out it's like I wasn't even being. And he even tweeted the clip out of what he said. It's like I'm I'm not being malicious here. Like I'm not celebrating the hit. I'm just glad that Svetch is back. It's just it's fan and like. I and I'll like, say it. I said it in my tweet. Sorry, I said it in my tweet, and I will say it again. Other teams don't like it when we hit back. They're so good. They're like, wow, look at that hit. Look at what we did to the pan- to uh, Carolina, Carolina because they can't do anything. Like, they don't have any come. So then when we hit back, they get upset about it. And it's like, weren't you just so happy that because we weren't – you were the one literally roughing us up, and then we hit uh, back, every, and you're upset every, about like, it. Like, everyone, including P.K. Subban, were loving – that hit that's that Slavin took in the playoffs last year. And then they all, they all told us to go cry about it when we complained about it or were like upset about it. And all we got told was cry about it. 
So then when we throw a hit, oh, you guys are a bunch of blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, no, you, you, you can't, you can't act like you love it and then hate it when we give it back to you. And we weren't celebrating the injury. It was the hit. Like, no, you're celebrating Spetch. You're celebrating yeah. Spetch. You're not celebrating someone getting injured. It's a very different yeah, thing. Exactly. It's just, it's it's just Florida Panthers fans getting in their feelings because of the fact that someone threw it back at them. It's like, and then how about the fact too? Like after the goal scored, like they had, they had extra attackers compared to us, and then all of a sudden, like someone's getting in the face of one of our players, and it turns into a whole like brouhaha on the glass. And then Piotr comes. I don't over. know why. I asked Pesci, I asked Brian, I asked him, I said, why does everyone keep testing, wanting to test Pesci after we've seen that nasty left hook that he, like, he doesn't fight. So I feel like that's oh, why yeah. I'll, maybe the, I'll go after yeah. this guy. Yeah, that, yeah, that video, the reason that he doesn't fight of... is because he'll demolish you. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was against, I think it was against Dallas where he just threw that left hook and absolutely just dropped that dude. It's like, but yeah, there was like no reason for it to be a fight like that. And the Hurricanes like, you guys lost, go home. And then Panthers fans are like, oh, oh, they wouldn't get off the no, they wouldn't get off the ice. They wouldn't get off the ice, which is like kind of embarrassing. Like, if you don't think it's that big of a deal that we won, then why aren't you getting off the ice? And then they had Mark mocking the storm surge, and it was like, this is you the just sore loser thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you, it's, like, it's like Mark, you just lost, and like you're, you're playing against your brother, and you just like it's like way to be very upset about something in a game that you guys lost, and then it's like the Hurricanes admin team saw- like, is. It wasn't Mark. Stone. No, it was uh, who mocked it. It was. I thought you said Mark, so I thought you were talking about Mark Stahl. Oh no 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 they no I just said they they. Oh, mocked they were mocking. It. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's it's such a joke though. It's like you guys lost and you're still on the ice, and then the admin team's like, just get off the ice. You lost, and then like Florida Panthers fans are all up in everyone's mentions, and they're like, oh, here's what happened the last time we were there. Blah, blah blah blah, and they were talking about the Eastern Conference Finals, and then Cancer's like, "All right, cool, congratulations! Like, we won a cup." And then everyone's like, "Well, it's been since 2006, so you like stop living in the past." And it's like, <laughs> "Your Eastern Conference Final means nothing. You didn't win the cup. Big whoop." Well, like, it's also like if you're gonna say stop living in the past, then also don't why, are you, last year? A, why are you mentioning the ECF that that's not this season? Like, yeah. it goes both. Goes both ways. It's just Panthers. Panthers fans have become so insufferable. Like it's like just stop, just stop. Like you lost, take your L and get out of here. Like we'll see you in the playoffs. Just calm down. It's like you know I was just gonna laugh when they go in the first round and get bounced, or they don't even make the Easter Conference final. The Hurricanes are like hi. Yeah, it's like just calm down. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It definitely that would be a crazy matchup again, just by. How electric it's been, and I mean, we gotta oh, talk about it though. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be a with blood how bath. electric it was. You can't talk about it and not talk about the goaltending. Like goal our goaltending, yeah. like okay, so we're gonna talk. That is also gonna tie into the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Our goaltending. We have four goaltenders because, as we now know, Freddie is back on the ice. He's back. He's playing in like a few practices. He's practicing and stuff. He even said like there's something he doesn't even have a date set up yet. So they, yes. he's back, but we don't know how back or when yeah. back is. Yeah, and you know, for everyone that was very concerned that I was apparently insulting the team doctors, not insulting the team doctors, me being concerned about him coming back too soon, not even coming back too soon, but coming back and being in pressured into <laughs> or putting into the play the pressure of going into playoffs and the pressure of playoffs. Where injuries happen a whole lot more. And plus, he had, he had blood like the clots. The play just escalates. 
Yeah. So for a guy that hasn't played for months, coming back and playing a game is one thing, but also coming back to play playoffs is another. If you have two or three other goaltenders that are very capable, let the guy slowly come back. It would be yeah. great. I mean, honestly, it would even be great if we, you know, this is where a uh, if we had an AHL team would be great because then he could go and maybe get some reps on there. But like the worry of him coming back is worry of him being safe. Blood clotting is not, I don't want you people to be like, well, what about Tig? What about like, it's very different, very different, especially for a goalie. The blood clotting issue is that if his blood, if he's having trouble with blood clots, then they take the medicine that makes blood, blood thinner. Yeah, blood thinner. Blood thinner yeah. means you get hit, you bleed more freely. Okay. Do we get hit in hockey, Zach? Yes. Do yeah. goalies get hit <laughs> in hockey? Hockey, whole bunch. Even with the helmet on, how many times have we seen uh, goalies either get hit by a player or get hit by a puck in the head? Okay, you get a bleed uh, in your head. Super P- bad. Uh, Piotr literally was super out bad. With, he was out with concussion for a few games. So, the yeah. amount. The amount of people that I've had, it's not just me. Like, it's, like I'm, I'm not trying to be a medical professional anyway, but I have people in my life that are medical professionals. And when they heard this, they said, that's super dangerous. Like, we hope that they can figure it out for them. But that is also very super dangerous because when you can bleed freely, like not even like a cut by a skate, like that's super, that's scary without that. That yeah. can happen. Getting hit with a bruise, like the rest of us, a bruise is not a big deal. But when you're on blood thinners, it's worse because that's a whole lot of blood and it's just a whole condition. So like yeah. it's being concerned for a guy. Yes. You want him to play hockey, but you also recognize hockey and sports in general are not above everything else. Right. It's not above yeah. your health. It's not above yeah. your life with your friends and family. Like you want him to come back. You want him to play the game you love being concerned because yes, I trust the Canes. I trust the doctors, all of that. Have we seen guys come back and get injured again? I mean, look That's at right. last season. Patcheretti. Patcheretti. We've had other. We've there's been guys that have come like Latang is a special case. It's very different. Latang. Let's, let's let's just he's just built different for the fact of all yeah. he's gone. Look at Svech. He's been out twice. Svech has been out twice this season. You know, what I, you know what I realized he is two points shy of being a point for point per game guy that he's played in. He's got thirty four points. He's played thirty six games. He's played 36 games and has 34 points. That's just how good Svetch has been when he's actually been able to play hockey. Yeah, so it get like you said, I agree with you. It's not the we're not being disrespectful or being disagreeable with the Hurricanes. It's just blood clotting is a serious issue, and I've had family members recently, you know, with mine or my wife's, who's had blood clots, and that's a very serious thing. You don't rush back from that. And plus, Freddie's been out since like October. He's played six games. So, mm-hmm. Do you really think he's going to come back and go into practice and go right back into a hockey game like that? Like that's going to be tough. So yeah, we're not we're not trying to be disrespectful, or we're not trying to say, oh, well, we don't want Freddie right now because everyone else is playing good. No, it's like you're caring about his health because the last thing you want to do is something going wrong and he's out longer or he's just done completely. At this point, it's like if he's not if he's not a hundred percent. Let's just say you're going towards the playoffs. Maybe it's a good thing just to shut him down for the rest of the season and just roll with the three goalies we do have right now. Because the last thing you want to do is rush Freddie back. Because guess what, guys? We got Freddie on a contract next year, too. So if he's not back this season, okay, then you've got him for 24-25. It's, 
like it, it's not the it's not the end of the world. No one's being mean. No one's being like spiteful to Freddie. It's just hey, yeah. take your time to get back. We have you next yeah. season. <laughs> I think it's yes. okay, guys. Yeah, it's okay, and- it's okay. It's okay to be concerned about him coming back too soon because no one knew he was going to be back this early. And then you still have to get back into game shape. It's you also have to, you also have other goalies that are can easily take it. Like I don't think talk about the trade deadline. Don't think we're concerned with goalie issues anymore, guys. Okay, Yoder is back. Yeah, Ranta is getting back. Like he is a good bet. He's a third option at this point when he gets back to full health. Spencer Martin's Spencer three and Martin the team. He's great. three and zero with the team right now. Piotr, like he's playing great hockey. Piotr has a he had a thirty four save shutout on against the Devils. Believe? Yes, mm-hmm. 34, 34 and, then, and then 44 against, and then 44 safe shutout against the Panthers. Yeah, and there are let me find the stats on it. But like he's been playing out of his mind. And he he's has been playing been, yeah, super well. So, outside, outside of those two goals against the Avs, after that he's been pre- he's been playing much pretty good. He's been playing phenomenal hockey and right now him and Martin are are holding it down right now. Like who would have thought that Spencer Martin as a waiver pick would be playing good hockey right now? Get, get him behind. When you get when you get guys with good defense in front of them, they can do things. Like everyone right now is talking about how great Peter Morazic is playing, and they're like, "Wish he played for a better team." He did. That's what happened when he was here. He is a good goalie, but when you get actual defense in front of him, he plays even better. In the crazy part too, if you look at Spencer Martin's numbers, like he's never really had a legitimate shot on a hockey team. Like he was on the Canucks, who weren't a good team. He was on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Well, the Canucks at the time weren't a good team. He's with been with the Jackets. They haven't been really great the last few years. And then you go on the Hurricanes. He's three and zero. His save percentage is insane. So it's like, yeah, he's playing good hockey. I want to be upset if the Hurricanes extended him longer, and maybe if he is like a third goalie or someone you can use, at, you know, in the AHL next year as a backup or however you want to use him. That's still a good option to have. Here's playing, here's Piotr's and for Piotr, so um he finished uh two days ago with his shutout against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. He finished the night with a 44 save shutout, which is the second most saves in a shutout in franchise history. The record was set by Cam Ward, a 47 save shutout against Boston on 2 2012. Yeah. yeah. So of course it's Cam Ward. I mean, come on. It's Cam. His 44 <laughs> saves on thir- on that Thursday are the second mm-hmm. most ever by a Canes player in a shutout. Like yeah. it's just nonstop. He's doing fantastic. Yeah, and, and about, yeah, he's go playing ahead. good. No, he's he's just playing great hockey. I mean, and I know everyone's going to be like, "Oh, we gotta get, everyone's going to be talking about goaltending." It's like, "Oh, we need to figure out the goaltending situation. We need to figure out the goaltending situation." Yeah, he's playing great hockey, and you've got Spencer Martin with him, where he's three and zero with a point nine two save. Like that's, yeah. we're fine. All right, Freddie can take his sweet time, whatever he wants to do. Yes, we're excited to see him doing well, but like, I, I, let the I, man I, breathe. I keep seeing people like, oh, Markstrom, get Jacob Markstrom. It's like Markstrom's right now. Everyone's linking him to New Jersey because New Jersey's or Soros. Yeah. Yeah, or or yeah, or give us yeah, giving us sorrows. And I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, okay, who are you gonna give up? Who are you gonna give up? Because you're gonna have to give up someone you have to give up an AHL ready guy. Who do you trade? And I swear, I swear to high holy goodness, 
The next person that brings up just Barry Cook and Yemi in a trade or how he's doing bad, please, please, for the love of gosh, stop bringing him up. I'm sorry. Well, you must, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm you so must be, if you're bringing up trading KK, you must have been talking about trading Jarvis last year when he was struggling. Like, you have to be the same person. I, I'm, then, so, I'm so tired. If you were that person, you must be eating your words this season because Jarvis has shut that door. I am, I'm just, I'm just so tired of KK being brought up. It's like, Rod Brendan Moore said it. Mike has said it. Shane has said it. It goes beyond the stats. If you are doing your job, that's all that matters. He's doing also, his I can't, job. I don't. He's, I can't he's talk to hockey. Yes, and we can't talk about this. We talk about all the you know the bad being talked about players. I have to take a second and just talk about how great a player is doing. A player that I have very, I have criticized him a lot. I will say it. I'm very, I'm very open with it, and I'm glad I'm eating my words right now. Natchez has come back. He came back from his injury stint, and he has played phenomenal. And I'm telling you, not even the scoring. This man has been body checking. He's been four checking. He's been playing defense. Mm-hmm. He's been entering the zone, great, but it's more cautious. He's very aware where the puck is on his stick. He's mm-hmm. been playing awesome, and it's even yeah. like he. I feel like he's been playing better, like when he was scoring on and off in the beginning. Yeah. But that where we were like, watch his defensive stats. Like, that's struggling. Now he's playing all around, and you can see how well it's going on the ice for him because he is, of that. He's and I just have to take a second to praise it because yeah. I took very many moments to criticize. So I yeah. will gladly now eat some of my words and be like, now he's playing the hockey that I thought he could play when he does an all around, all around player and does more defensive work than he had been. It's great. He's third the, on the, the defense he played last night against Dallas. Amazing. Wow. It was yeah. he played amazing. He's third on the team in points with 40. Like he's up to 40 points and is third on the team right now, only behind Seth Jarvis at 46 and Sebastian Aho at 61. So Sebastian Aho. Sebastian Aho. I mean, do you have any stats to share about him before we talk about uh, briefly about the trade deadline and then wrap it up? Just the fact that he's got four points in the last three games, three game goal streak. He's over sixty points. He's gonna hit I, I, ninety. Is gonna be a little tough to hit, but he's got a chance to hit at least eighty points this year. So I'm gonna be upset with it. I have this from Big Head Hockey. They mm-hmm. posted this four days ago. He's oh, we're, oh, oh, where oh, he's ranked in the franchise for all. Yes. Of so in Hurricanes franchise there. history, two hundred and thirty-eight goals, fourth all time. Two hundred eighty-nine mm-hmm. assists, fifth all time. Yeah. Five hundred twenty-seven points, fourth all time. Mm-hmm. Plus 90, third all-time. Um, 17 shorthanded goals, first all-time. Uh, 11 overtime goals, first all-time. 51 game-winning goals, second all-time. Plus 46 net, net penalties, third all-time. This man does not drop below fifth in anything. No. And, and, and you fine. know why he has less assists? Because Tavo had been doing all the assists for a while, and now Ajo's like, let me let me step it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that, and like I said, this was from four days ago, so you're even counting all the other games we just played where he scored more goals recently. Like, yeah, those. And the, so, like, remember when the Hurricanes are doing the Mount Rushmore for like who you think is on there? Like, so like they actually, I guess they tw- they probably tweeted out they they texted out to everyone who the Mount Rushmore is for the Hurricanes is of right now. Cam Ward, Rod Brendamore, Eric Stahl, Sebastian Ajo. 
Yeah, by a lot too. Brent Ward like seventy three percent. I think Cam Ward was like sixty something. Eric Stahl was like fifty three, and then uh, Sebastian Aho had like forty four percent. Everyone else had fifteen or less. Like Sebastian Aho is so good already that he's already considered a Mount Rushmore player, and we have another eight seasons of this guy under contract. Eight more seasons. We are we are literally right now watching one of the greatest Hurricanes of all time. As of right now, this this dude's gonna twenty is gonna be retired. He's gonna bring us a cup as a captain at some point. Like, the, what else can you say about Sebastian? He's gonna have records all over the place. Nothing more. Nothing more can be said about Sebastian Maho. That hasn't already been said. If you don't think we have an all star at this point, super. He's a superstar. I'm sorry. He's a superstar player. Rock. He's a superstar player. I'm so tired of people saying he's not. Okay, he's not getting 100-point seasons. Okay. So? <laughs> I mean, so some of the guys, they had 100-point seasons or, or like, main, like, huge game scores. Oh, okay. Most of their team okay. struggles. Uh, so Nikita, maybe Nikita, we're just sharing the wealth. <laughs> Nikita Kucherov has got 100 points. Where's Tampa Bay right now? Second wild card spot. Sebastian Ajo's over 60 points. Guess where his team's at? Second in the Metro. Fighting for a divi- fighting for a division, fighting for their fourth straight division title. Sorry. I- so anyway, <laughs> the trade deadline. As we wrap yes. this up, yes, I, I feel like we've already addressed. I don't think we'll be looking for a goalie. Um, no, a lot of people complain. I agree we that should, we still but... don't. We still don't do rentals. Still don't do rentals outside of Polyarvi and Shangasa Sparrow, but I was really hoping we get Ghost back, but I guess he just wanted. I think I think there was both intent to sign on both of those. There's intent, but then Polyarvi, well, he well he had to get surgery on his hips and stuff, so that was a little bit more of a. He was yeah injured, and I don't think he played the way I don't think he played the way they thought he was going to. Ghost Sparrow would be great if we kept him, but but he you know wanted more more than we would. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all the prayers that. Jalen Chatfield is better soon. I do miss seeing him on the ice. That upper body injury. Um, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Against uh, who was that against? I know it was. I know it was uh, Vegas. It was that massive hit against Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hope that hope he is better from that soon. Um, honestly, I don't. We might have a pickup. I know that right now we're linked to Jake Gitzel. I. Even even though we keep hearing, know. even though we keep hearing from um, Dubis that he doesn't want to trade Gensel, but you could say one thing and then a trade package could come up and that's too good, and you're like, okay, like like how we talked about with Walt when we had him on uh, the show recently, um, not that long ago. It's going to be depth. It's going to be a depth. I, I maintain. I maintain. Be, I don't like switching, doing any big changes at the trade deadline. I. I mean, the hurricane. They're hurting. Don Waddell said it. Rod Brendamore said it. I know Eric Tolsky at some point has probably said it, just not on record. But you know, he's probably said it too. Mike and Shane have said it, and I feel so bad for those guys, <laughs> just getting questions every week about the trade deadline. The Hurricanes, like you said, it's going to be depth moves. And they and they go get their guys in the offseason. They aren't they are not a team like the Devils who went and go got Timo Meyer, gave up everyone, and now they're struggling. It's just one of those things where the Hurricanes will make their moves in the offseason and they'll get the pieces they think will help at the deadline. They're not gonna swing move for guys. They're not gonna make the splash moves. So I guess if we're going for anyone, 
it's gonna be depth. It's gonna be depth score, depth wing, or depth defense. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get a goalie. I know a lot of people are, and I'm not looking forward to the "we like our group" tweets a million times. It's it's just you should know how this team runs at this point. Yeah. I don't know why people. I don't so, know why people still get upset at this point. But what can you do? But like, what like, what do you think? Like, do you think that like, what do you think the Hurricanes could get? I honestly, I don't even know because I, in my mind, I think we're playing. I it's not like a broken record, and I know people. I like our team. Like, I I don't see where you. <laughs> oh, would, God, I don't people, see where you would trade. You know, they're gonna they're gonna well, be like, death. <laughs> the top six, the top six. Like, I don't see you moving people out of that. I just don't. And because Jar- I mean, Jarvis is Jarvis is playing good on the third line with the with the Jordans. Yeah, because. Yeah, Jarvis playing good with the third line with the with the Jordans. Your second line is clicking. Your first line, I I do like. I do miss the Jury Nason. I I do think Jury and Nason belong together, but it's a different story. Um, the first line is clicking. I, it's just I don't the know. Hurricane, the Hurricanes are playing I, great I, hockey. Like like don't and you don't got the depth. Like Lemieux played. Lemieux has done well when put in there. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I don't know. There, there's no. I don't like changing things up that are working right before playoffs. Yeah, there's if it's not broke and don't, it's not broke. Don't fix it and don't mess up the feng shui of the team that's playing really good right now. Don't mess up. Last time, I think last time we really, I, I didn't like we mess up the feng shui a little bit last time. But I, a move that I didn't agree with was when we got Domi because then we put Domi and I thought he was going to be an extra and be slotted in if people. But then he took spots of guys that had been fighting for those spots all season, and then he only had one game to show for that. And I was like, "That you messed up the team. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. we'll yeah. talk about that more and more. But pretty much we got a game tonight. Looking forward to seeing the Buffalo Sabres. Um, we will be, it'll be at 6 o'clock, so right before – Honestly, I don't know if we're dropping this episode before, but it's it's we'll gonna, it's, it's going to be like a right around it, so people will probably get to listen to this after the game. So yeah, so we're yeah. not going to say much about them, but we Aho does have a really good track record against this team, so it'll yep. be really interesting. Over uh, over, we've got over a little, point per game, over a point per game against the Sabers, and then we've got a little uh, away streak this week. We'll mm-hmm. seeing Minnesota, and we'll be seeing uh, the Columbus on late on late on the late yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and they're they're not terribly late. There's an eight o'clock on uh, for Minnesota and then a seven. So you know, bundle up. And then watch home. Saturday, Saturday against the Jets is a twelve thirty start on Saturday. And that's is- the kids. That's the kids game. So that'll be really fun. I okay, very makes, recommend getting sense. a ticket if you want to see mm-hmm. some really fun graphics. And it's just overall, it's just a good time. And you get to see Nino Nita Ryder again. So it's always a good oh, day. I mean- yeah, it's been a bit since we've seen Nino back in Carolina, so that's gonna be fun. A nice little home game. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, thanks for joining us. I know there's a lot to recap and talk about because we've been away for a little bit, but we've all had some of our own stuff going on. Everyone's some been sick, traveling, fatigue, else. sickness, <laughs> traveling, Valentine's stuff, Day, personal stuff. stuff. Yeah, personal personal life's going on. So yeah, it's it's yeah. a weird time, a weird. But so thanks for yeah. thanks for sticking with us. Uh, I hope you like this episode. I it was fun hosting it. Thanks, Zach. Uh, But yeah, so we are glad you joined us for today. Uh, Zach is a little opposite, but uh, where can they find us and tell us them a little bit about the network and where to find you? 
Yeah, of course. So if you're looking at the network, uh, it's hockeypodcastnetwork.com uh, for THPN. You can find us over there. You can find other Hurricanes podcasts. There's also podcasts of other teams. If you want to keep up with more around the league type stuff, um, Terry Ryan's got his own podcast. Uh, you know, he just played for Newfoundland not a, lot, a while back. Um, you want to check out that stuff as well. I guess that's, that's an original, but we got live streams all over the time too. So if you go to the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube channel, you can watch a lot of live streams. We did one earlier this year against the Flames. We don't talk about that game because of Kyle. Um, great memes, though. We got great memes out of it, though. So, But, yeah, go check that out. Uh, if you want to keep up with the SurgeCast, we are at the SurgeCast, luckily on all platforms, YouTube, Instagram, and X or Twitter, depending on how you want to put that. We got link trees in our bios to where you can find us on socials and where you can listen to uh, the podcast, like I said, it's the search cast on pretty much everything. For me, one true Zach on Twitter or X, that's uh, only true Zach. It's spelled out. It's not the number one itself. Instagram, Zach R. Martin 22, a lot more of the hobby stuff. If you want to check out that stuff as well, I have a link stream in my bio as well. That's my own personal one where you can find my articles where I do the Carolina Hurricanes for the hockey writers and the Charlotte Checkers for the Calder Times as well. And then, uh, links to our podcast for the search cast and also to the search cast YouTube channel as well. You can check out all that great stuff there uh, for Bailey. Uh, whenever she does come back after everything she's got going on right now, it's Bailey Lynn. It's Bailey Lynn Curtis on Instagram and it's Bailey Curtis on Twitter X with two Y's check her uh, articles out at the Calder times for the Colorado Eagles on that stuff. Kat, where can people find you on the socials? Yeah, you can find me on Twix at Caniac Chick, and you can find me on TikTok at KBTHunter74. Um, yeah, come talk hockey. Love it. Um, sweet and simple. But, yeah, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Surgecast. And um, for me and Zach, we love that you got to join us. And we, of course, go ahead. If you have any well wishes or anything you want to send to our third co-host, Bailey, we greatly appreciate it because mm-hmm. – we can run this, but it doesn't run as well without her. So yeah. we are a bicycle that likes to be a tricycle. Anyway. <laughs> that, that's actually pretty good. I actually like that. That was pretty, that was pretty good. Yeah, it, yeah it's, honestly, uh, it's it's not the same without Bailey. So hopefully, you know, it's not too long of a break, but we totally get it. Life happens. But we'll definitely be excited for when she does come back. Yeah, so we yep, should be excited also- for my sister from another mister to join us. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it for now. Um, enjoy this week of road games, and we will talk to you again on the next episode and for now um that's it for the search cast have a good rest of your guys night bye guys